Welcome to the We Go Boldly podcast. I'm Riley Karsh. And I'm Tova Copan. And we're so excited to have you with us on this journey. We are inviting you to the forefront of your own life. We are pushing you to examine your own unique feminine mythology and release the anchors of unreasonable expectations. Tune in as we discuss everything from culture and relationships to careers and advocacy. Let's be bold and brave together. Hi, Riley. Hey, Tova. So today we are talking about goal setting, which is great because it's 2021 and it's the beginning of 2021. So everybody's going to be thinking about, well, two things that 2020 is over. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because maybe we'll get some relief. And as we do setting some new year's resolutions, which I'm not a huge fan of, I'll be honest, just because it's like an arbitrary time to set goals. But I am a huge fan of setting goals. So we're talking about setting goals today and, and yeah. how one goes about setting goals when, you know, life is happening all around you all the time. Like, how, how do you do it? And <laughs> how do you stick to them? And how do you feel good about it? And how do you give yourself grace when maybe you don't always stick to them? So, you know, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about it? Well, I, I just want to say that, yes, when you are listening to it, it is 2021. We are all really excited about that. But as we're recording this, we are in the thick of the holiday season in 2020. So it is still 2020. And we have a lot of goals of things that have to get done before you listen to this podcast. And so I find it ironic that we are doing a podcast on goals when our list of goals is long and I would say a little overwhelming, but I, I also agree. I'm not a fan of new year's resolutions for the sake of new year's resolutions. I do feel like it is a new year, which feels kind of fresh. It's like, I love when a new month starts on a Monday. It just feels like the aligning of fresh things. And I enjoy that. And so I get why we attach resolutions. I, over the last, I want to say three or four years, have set kind of a list of just things I'd like to do throughout the year. And some of them are goals that are are big and potentially life-changing. And then others might be, you know, learn how to play a couple songs on the guitar And I also have had that specific goal on my list for a really long time. And I'm actually pretty close to to reaching it this year, but I'm cool if I have to roll it over to next year as well. Like my goals for this year of going to five concerts and having two fun family vacations. That's, we're rolling that over. That's a big 2021 <laughs> goal. <laughs> yeah, Hope, that one. Hopefully. You know, and, and honestly, you I might. Some grace on some of these. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to push the concert goal till 2022 anyway. But honestly, you know, in addition to 2021 and the new year and how that adds an emphasis of goals, we are launching a company and a podcast. And so, With that comes important goal setting because we have goals for our company, both, you know, in the next week, in the next day, and then five years from now. 
And then to add another layer to my goal setting bonanza, it is a pretty big birthday for me this year. So I have about six months. I don't know what I need to do before. When I turned 30, I had a number of things that I wanted to do before I turned 30. Right. Um, (laughs) <laughs> learn how to play the guitar so we <laughs> rolled that just keep over carrying that over keep yeah. carrying it on it's yeah fine. but like go to see an NBA basketball game so that was back yep. when the, the Nets were still in New Jersey so that right. was one bake a loaf of bread so the 29 year old would be yeah I mean 2020 okay. took care of that I'm sure <laughs> yes and and but I did I did bake a loaf of bread it was not good and I made an egg souffle also I didn't see really it was not that good I should have just made an omelet but there were certain things that were on the list and so I have a feeling that this month of January I will probably be making a list of a few things that I'd like to do before my big big birthday that yeah. may or may not be celebrated with other people. We'll see how the year goes. Well, right, right. You'll see what happens. So I think, you know, uh, one thing I like about the idea of goal setting is that it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to a specific time of year, though it's fine if it is. I mean, every year on my on my birthday, regardless of if it's a big birthday, you know, quote, big birthday or not, I set a list of things that I want to do for that year. Like if it's something I want to learn how to do or more recently, because I spent a lot of time working and not having a whole lot of fun, which was kind of disappointing. And I was sort of like, oh, I'm missing out on the joy in life. I've started making a list and a big shout out to my friend, Sarah, who actually inspired me to do this, making a list of things I want to do in the year. And most of them are fun. Like last year or this last year has sort of put a damper on that because, you know, we're all under general quarantine orders and we can't go out and do a lot of the things that we might otherwise do but like hanging up in my office right now I have uh, a list of 41 things that I want to do for my 41 years now I just turned 42 so I got to add a thing to the list and some of them have been crossed off so I have to fix things and some of them are you know like read an entire series of of a, a certain author and some of them are crazier like jump out of of an airplane, which I don't actually really want to do that much. Um, but you know, you get the, you get the yeah, gist. Yeah. But you can also apply that to other more serious goal setting. If, you know, if you have, you know, if you want to accomplish something in a year, if you want to accomplish something in five years and 10 years, you can apply this to any sort of task it is that you, you want to undertake. But the, I guess the, the, the more challenging question becomes like, so we're launching this podcast, we're launching a business, but we're also raising our kids. We're also doing other jobs. We're also, you know, running households. We're dealing with, you know, friends and family and holidays, a variety of other things in our lives. And so what do you do when the noise, which we talked about last time, there's so much noise in the world and so much busyness. And sometimes it's important busyness and sometimes it's less important busyness, but it's there nonetheless. So how do we, you know, address those things so that we can get the mental space and the, the, the time that we need to put together even a list, if, even if it's fun goals or if it's, you know, more kind of task oriented goals that will allow us to accomplish, you know, an end, like launching a podcast, which are, is fun, but it requires some steps that maybe aren't as fun, like, you know, 
filing for a business license or things that are, you know, just sort of day-to-day operational. So there, there are steps that we have to take in life. And you, how do we do that amidst all the chaos? How do we as women or even, you know, of course, men have the same sort of level of noise in their lives as well. And how do we, how do we do that? How do we accomplish those things? Well, so I think there's a few things. So I think that if you're looking at distractions, right? So I don't think that fun goals should count as distractions because fun goals could be like, and we, my family, yeah, kind of did this and we're going to, roll it over to next year we did one of those subscription boxes that sent you like a meal kit and information about a different country and so the goal was going to be that each week well each month we would have a week that we highlighted that country and learned about it or as a family we had some other goals like we wanted to do more fun nights like game night things like that and so I think it's important that if you set family goals or set intentions for the year that those things don't count as distractions so that when you're in them, you're in them, right? And you're not thinking about the other goals and, oh, I should be doing this instead. But then I also think we need to identify what are distractions that are like legit distractions. It is not particularly relaxing for me to lay in bed after the kids go to sleep and play on my phone, right? That's not, but it is really relaxing for me to lay in my bed and like read a book. And funny enough, reading 75 books this year was one of my goals. So, you know, I try, I think it's important to identify like what are legit distractions and what are just other important things that need to be done in our lives? Because I think that especially as women, we feel like there are so many things that have to be done and we have trouble kind of sorting out like what are what are things that we can kind of push off to the side that really are distractions and then what are things that we need to to value yeah so i think some of what you're talking about is finding a way to allow yourself the space to be present in whatever moment you're in and at the same time giving yourself the flexibility to have time for yourself which is so hard especially as a mom um and as a as a working parent um and all parents are working so it's you know any sort of parenting is work anyone who thinks it's not doesn't have kids but you know giving yourself the space to have that sort of relaxation and to sort of escape the moment in a way that is that allows your mind to relax and i think it's important and i want to highlight what you just said tova yeah some of us myself included and i'm not even going to pretend like i don't do it we'll sit and scroll our phones and, and our iPads or our tablets or whatever we, you know, whatever device for hours. And then like, it's like you wake up and you're like, why did I just waste these two hours where I could have been sleeping? I could have gone to bed, right? And had like a good night's rest, or I could have read a book or I could have listened to music or meditated or whatever like, it is. You could have watched a movie and, yep. and read the magazines that are sitting there that you don't read. And, and if right. you would have said like, for the next two hours, I am going to watch this movie 
that I've been wanting to watch for months, but haven't had the time. And I'm going to go through my magazines. You would have left those two hours feeling like renewed and refreshed. Yes. And like the next morning, yeah, you didn't have as much sleep as you should have, but you'd look back and you'd say, oh man, that was a good night. Yeah. And, and so I think that in order for us to reach our goals, there, there are techniques and we're going to talk about them in a minute, but we do have to figure out how to try to give ourselves those, those breaks. It, it hit me the other day. I was taking a shower and the kids were at school and I was, so I was like, I'm going to take a long shower. It is going to be relaxing. Yeah. And I took a shower and I was like, oh, taking my time. It was a song and a half. Like when I got out of the shower, we were halfway through the second song that I was listening to in the shower, <laughs> which means my shower might've been seven minutes if they were right. like longer songs. Right. Right. So that made me be like, so how fast is my, and this was a wash your hair condition, like shower. I mean, I was taking my time. I shaved right. my legs seven minutes, which showed to me that perhaps I need to slow down in the shower. But I think that a lot of times we think that we're giving ourselves breaks and we're just, yeah. we're not. We're not. We're blowing through that time at, to get to the next task. Yeah. And so, you know, I think allowing yourself the space and the, the quiet, which is, you know, a lot of people have a hard time with quiet and um, that's a whole other podcast uh, episode in and of itself is uh, uh, the discomfort of quiet. But, um, you know, giving yourself that, al allowing yourself the time and the moment to relax, to unwind, to let go is essential to moving forward in any sort of goal setting exercise. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, how to set goals and, yeah. and why it's so important. And I think, it, you know, it has to be said that if you want to live a more meaningful life, which is what we're always talking about here, um, and live a bolder life, live a more exciting life, a more fulfilled life, you do need to set some goals and they don't have to be huge goals. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to, you know, build a skyscraper by hand, right? It, it just has to be some goal that for you has, has meaning. Um, and I don't, we can't tell you what that is. You, you know, that's something that you find in your own inner voice. Um, but when you set goals, it allows you to move forward towards an end. And so the best way to actually achieve a goal is to break it down into small steps. I mean, I think everyone knows that everyone's heard that, but what does that really mean? How do you, you know, how do you do that? Well, and I think that depending on the size of the goal, small steps can be a lot bigger than what we mean. So when I think of, if I'm breaking down my goal into small steps, I'm talking like really small steps. I'm talking about five to 10 minute tasks that like I can do. And so it might be, you know, we're in the process of putting together our website, right? And that is overwhelming and it's a lot and it requires working with other people, a lot of other people, and it requires communication and it requires you and I back and forth. 
But you know what I can do in, in five to 10 minutes is I can send an email to somebody that I need to follow up with. If I'm ignoring that email all day, it doesn't matter if I spent two hours on something else feeling like I was getting it done, something done, if I really wasn't, like if the email needs to be sent. And so I really think it, it does have a lot to do with breaking your task down into very, very small pieces. And obviously not everything can get done in 10 minutes, but what you can do is you can say, I need to work on, so right now, just to share with everybody, like Riley, you and I are working on content for the website and it's not a 10 minute project, but if I don't have two hours to string together to work on it and it's a two hour project, wouldn't it be better to sit down, set my timer and say, I have 10 minutes, I'm going to do 10 minutes on this. And if I would have started doing that two weeks ago, I would have hit our deadline, which right. did right, which we did not. And so I think that, you know, when somebody says break it down into small pieces, sure, some things aren't 10 minutes long. But if I think you and I are similar in that, you know, if I don't have that perfect two hours where it's quiet and silent and the kids aren't around and I can just get my laptop and drink my tea or coffee and like do it, (laughs) right? The conditions aren't perfect. Well, I don't have time to do it. When let's be honest, I have 15 minutes. So you sit down and you do it for 15 minutes. You set your timer. So let's talk a little bit about tools. Tools are your best friend when you're setting goals. So Tova mentioned one that I think is absolutely essential, timers. Timers are so great. We use them for our kids all the time. Like you've got five minutes left to eat or you're going to have to, you know, get dressed and go to school because the school bus is coming or the first bell is going to ring or, you know, you're going to miss the test that you have this morning. You're you're so nice. I'm normally like, if we don't leave in eight minutes, we're late <laughs> again. Right. So I'm editing, obviously. <laughs> I obviously am making myself sound better than I actually do every morning. There's a lot of yelling about putting on your socks, but t- timers are your best friend, right? Set a timer on your microwave. You don't need the special timer from, uh, from, I don't know, some fancy store that I can't think of the name of. Just get it, you know, set the timer on your microwave for five minutes and brainstorm your list of goals for 2021. And then the next day, set your timer for five minutes and take one of those goals and break it down into 10 steps. And then the next day, set your timer for five minutes and break those goals down or those steps down into smaller steps. And that's how you move forward with creating a list that is actually manageable that you can accomplish in the next year. So what Tova is is saying is that's how you move forward in creating something that you can actually do. Now, then you have to follow through on it. And that's a, that's another, again, that, that's, that's a whole other podcast episode is <laughs> actually doing those tasks, but that's how you come up with your, your list timers. And then you, you know, all of us have phones, right? Then you put an alarm in your phone that reminds you, Hey, did I start my, did I do my five minutes today? It'll just yeah. remind you. Um, and you know, I, I recently, my husband likes to send me, uh, YouTube videos of self-help people, uh, motivating you. He sends them to me all the time because he loves them and he, he thinks that I should listen to them. And sometimes they're great. Sometimes they fall flat and I'm like, why are you sending me this? But this particular <laughs> one 
happened to be great. It was Mel Robbins talking about her five second rule. Yes. And I've been using it and it's, you know, I'm talking about it like I've discovered it because it's so great. It's not, it's not new. She's, people have been using it forever. You're all probably listening going, yeah, like, okay, Riley, I knew about this 10 years ago. What are you talking about? But I'm going to talk about it anyway, because in this instance, it's so helpful. The five second rule is just something to trigger your mind to just act and it, you just count backwards from five and it it resets your brain to to come out of this sort of funk that you're in and you move forward and so I would encourage anyone uh, who's listening to check that out go look at uh, listen to Mel Robbins talk about her five second rule she wrote a whole book on it she's got all sorts of stuff on it she's she's great she's one of the people that uh, Tova and I bonded over in the first place. So, but you count backwards from five, you go five, four, three, two, one. It's like a rocket blast. Gets you off the couch and moving. It's really worked for me. So I think it's no, great I for think, I think it's a great idea for goal setting. I will say the other way to use a timer is the other way. So, and what I mean by that is I used to dread cleaning the bathroom. And I'm not going to pretend that now I'm like, yay, I get to clean the bathroom. But I set a stopwatch once to see how long it actually takes to clean the bathroom. And like, if it's just a quick wipe down and I'm not cleaning the tub, it, it's like eight minutes or, I mean, it's like not a long amount of time. It's like a very short amount of time is my point. You throw in a tub and a deep clean, it's still not a long amount of time. And I'm talking like behind the toilet, like the whole thing. And so I think that's another issue is that especially if it's something we're avoiding, especially if it's the not fun parts of the to reach the goal, right? It takes longer than you think it does. In your head, it's like the worst thing and it's gonna take so much longer. And so it is also helpful to be more cognizant of how long something actually takes you because yeah. it, in all likelihood, doesn't take as long as you think it does. Yeah. I mean, we build things up in our minds, right? To be like, oh, this phone call is going to be so awful and I don't want to do it. And it's going to, you know, you do one of those and then you make the phone call and it's 30 seconds and it accomplishes (laughs) what you needed and it's done. But the five hours that you dreaded making the phone call really bogged down your day. So if you had just made the phone call at the beginning of those five hours, you wouldn't have wasted all that time anticipating. Now, granted, there's a lot of like reasons that one might do that, mental health reasons and other things that, you know, I would suggest professional help with if you need it. And I don't want to get into the midst of if, if that's the case, but if you can just again, use the five second rule for that or give yourself, you know, put a, put an appointment in your calendar that says on at this time, I'm going to do this and have it give you an alarm so that it, you know, comes up on your phone. Or, and, and this is something we're going to talk about in our next episode a little bit more and honestly a lot because I'm totally obsessed with this concept, but like what I try to do when I, cause I do, I have, so I have to call the doctor today and set up a checkup. I need to, I'm going to ask somebody to help organize my photos and I need to call them. And I always remember at like seven o'clock at night and I don't want to call somebody at seven o'clock at night. And then I need to send an email to a uh, car seat expert because I just need to figure out like what I'm supposed to do next with my kids. Like they're all kind of aging out of their car seats and somebody is an expert on this and 
I feel like I am not, and I should just defer to them and they can tell me what to do. So those are like three little tasks that I have been toting around in my agenda for a week and a half now. So my plan for today is make myself a cup of tea, a cup of tea, that, a special tea that someone just got me, sit down at my pretty table that's like decorated for the holiday season and make those phone calls Why I drink that tea. Like, I think it can be, you know, like I said, we'll talk about this a lot more about your motivation and stuff, but yeah. I think it's really important, even when you're setting goals to set now, but we're back to the fun goals, but setting fun goals, but not just fun goals, achievable goals next to, so all goals should be realistic, but next to goals that take more work, right? And make yeah. more effort. And well, Oh, I, I was just going to say about, uh, because it, I mean, when you set fun goals, it makes you feel good and it makes, it's fun to do them. So uh, when I had to readjust my goals this year, because we weren't going to concerts, uh, I set a goal to watch every West Wing episode. Let's be honest, rewatch every West Wing episode, <laughs> um, yes. one a day and listen to the corresponding West Wing weekly podcast, one a day. Now, that seems kind of ridiculous, but I will tell you what it did. I got up every morning before the kids were awake and I exercised while I watched my West Wing episode. Then I'd put on my headphones while I was like doing stuff around the house and listen to the podcast. And so I would start my day usually by 10 o'clock. I finished both. And I felt like straight up accomplished. Like I was... <laughs> Yes. moving towards my goals right. and it it felt fantastic and it felt like um you know I I could do other things I could do the harder goals because yeah. I was accomplishing that goal well and we talked about this a little bit earlier before we started the podcast uh, you and I were just chatting there's I think there are two ways of looking at goal achievement um and I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I just think they're different ways of doing things. And then, and I think they could apply to anybody at any given time, depending on kind of where you're at in life. And that is sometimes people want to just do the hard part and get it over with so that they can then move on and, and it's done. And then they're going to do the easier things after that. And, and it's just, you know, you get the hard stuff done and then you can, it's smooth sailing and you're, you're over it. Um, and then there's the other way of looking at it where, you know, you get, you do the easier tasks so that you can have some wins under your belt, so to speak. And then that helps motivate you to move forward and kind of tackle the harder things that come next. Um, and it's just two different ways of looking at um, task accomplishment and it, there's no right or wrong to it. It's just how, what, what does your motivation look like? How do you, how do you accomplish things? What you know, what is your temperament like? That That's all. Um, and so we were talking about that a little bit before. And it's interesting to, it, as, a, as a student of people, it's interesting to me to look at different people and how they're motivated and what makes people tick and, and how people, I always want to do the hard thing first and just get it done because it looms over me so large. And I, and I find it overwhelming to look at the hard thing. But I'm learning as I get older that sometimes, you know, 
it's nice to do the easier things and have those wins and feel like you were just talking about where you're like, oh, I got this done. And I'm like, now I'm ready to go. And I feel like confident and strong and I'm, I'm going to tackle the day. And it gives you that exciting push for the rest of the day. So I think it's, um, there's something to be said for both ways of doing things. And as we're, since we're gonna, I mean, we always, we always put articles at the end of our podcast in case you want to read more. So definitely check those out, but I'm going to throw another book recommendation on top of the five second rule, which, and I think this is also a video if I, I might be, um, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a video. If I find it, I'll share it, but it is a book taken from a commencement address by Admiral William McRaven called Make Your Bed and little things that can change your life. But his, one of his many things that he recommends, and and I really recommend listening to it or reading it, is to make your bed every morning. And the reason is, obviously, it's just nice to have a made bed. But it also gives you a sense that you got something done. You got out of bed, and you made the bed. Now, obviously, somebody else might be like sleeping in the bed. And so you can't do that. But I love the idea of giving yourself that daily task that you do first thing. And I don't even mean like meditating because that requires something, you know, getting your phone, but like something really, really easy to do that you do just to start your day because it does set you up for that feeling of success. And then you can, you know, go and do those harder things on the list, the things that you might be avoiding Um, whether they're pieces of the goal or the goal themselves. And so as we're, we're beginning to wrap up this conversation, though, I think the most, not the most important thing, but a really important thing that we do need to talk about, especially right now, while we are, I mean, in the middle of a pandemic, always, but especially right now, is the grace we need to be able to give ourselves when we don't achieve our goals uh, that we tried for or when we fail to even try for them because it's hard. I mean, life is hard and life is always life, right? Things always pop up unexpectedly. Like I lost my Wi-Fi for the weekend, you know, and, and I was not planning on that. But then like significant worldwide pandemics also happen. And so I think that it is incredibly important that whenever we have a conversation about goal setting, habit setting, anything like that, we always make sure that we are talking about how to give ourselves grace if we if we don't do what we want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the understanding we have to have for ourselves and the people around us and the expectations that we have to be willing to let go of at times and change and adapt to you know obviously right now but but even were it not a pandemic because things happen you know emergencies happen plans change and So part of living uh, a bold life, part of living a life that is true to yourself is being able to adapt to changing circumstances and allowing yourself the space to, to, to fail, to not try sometimes, to have a bad day, to have a day that isn't 
perfect. You know, all of those things are normal and part of life. And I think in the society we live in right now, none of that really is portrayed. You know, we, everybody talks about it. You know, there's an Instagram world, there's a Facebook world, there's a Twitter world, there's a, there's a social media world that we all watch, but that's not particularly real. And so, you know, and then of course there's a, the marketing world that we all watch and that's also not world, not real. And so I think it's hard to give ourselves grace when all around us, we're comparing ourselves to an idealized version of what life should be. And it's important to recognize that we don't have to be perfect all the time and that it's not necessary to, um, to pretend to be perfect all the time. And so, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's important that we acknowledge that because we're certainly, (laughs) we're not, (laughs) I don't mean to laugh so much, but we're certainly (laughs) not perfect all the time. I know I'm not. Yeah. And it is hard. It is hard. And I, I would even say, let's take it a step further beyond just that, which is we need to be, we need to be willing to say, you know, I've been pushing for this goal for a really long time and now I don't want to anymore. It's not my goal anymore. Yes. Yes. Plans change. Plans change and they should, right? Like if you're really living a a bold life. I mean, and and a perfect example, well, maybe it's not a perfect example, but we uh, were recording our outro earlier and we were reading the words that we wrote in July, maybe August. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. And we're like, well, this doesn't work. This isn't saying what we want to do. This isn't capturing it. Now that was a smaller shift because we're still doing a podcast and launching a company. But I think that, you know, we really have to be okay with setting goals and then halfway through realizing um, that's not, that's not what I want. And not to mention Mel Robbins again, (laughs) but (laughs) she was a practicing attorney who, and I am sure I'll get the story wrong, but essentially she wanted to, she thought, that she wanted to stop practicing and own a coffee shop. Like that was something that she really wanted to do. And so she thought, all right, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to stop practicing. But maybe before I go and buy a coffee shop, I should see if I like working in one. So she started working in a coffee shop as like a barista and realized like she does not want to own a coffee shop. She doesn't want to work in a coffee shop. What she wants is a job that you can do, like, and be one of those people with your laptop and sit in a coffee shop and do your job. <laughs> right, right. And so, very but, different. Like, very, very different. But <laughs> unfortunately, she had the wherewithal to be like, I think I'm just going to see if I want to work in a coffee shop first. But I think it is really important to say, you know, I'm setting these big goals for myself. And then, And I'm not talking about giving up as much as constantly trying to tune in to your, to that inner voice and doing a check and doing a a check and saying, is this still what I want? Because there is no shame in saying I was working for the, you know, with this for a long time and it's just not what I want anymore. Um, And obviously that in itself is another episode, but 
I think that the name of the game with goals is they're awesome. They're great. They can help you live an amazing, bold life if you're willing to be brave. But you have to be uh, realistic with how you achieve them and realistic with how you set them. And then also just willing to let them go or make them bigger or let them evolve as they need to. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, before uh, we talk to you again next week, we want to encourage you to think about setting some goals. So take what we talked about today, break it down in a way that makes sense for you, that works for you, and think about setting, you know, one goal for the year or three goals or 10, you know, whatever makes sense to you. Think about finding a partner. If you don't have a partner for the podcast yet, think about finding one now because having a partner to work with on your goals is so, so great. I mean, I have Tova and it makes life, you know, so much easier just on multiple levels, but certainly on the goal setting level. (laughs) And see if you can, you know, put into practice some of what we talked about. Write down those goals, break them down into steps and see how you feel. And, you know, reach out to us on our social, let us know how it's going. Um, You never know, we might reach back out and give you some advice. So hopefully we will hear from you. And next week, we will talk to you a little bit more. Yes, next week we're talking about more habits and myths of motivation, which I think is incredibly important, especially a time of year where I guess the gyms won't be full this year, I hope, but people will be starting out new eating plans and workout plans and about a month into the year, if we're lucky, like if we make it that long, a lot sort of drops away. And I think it's because people are like, oh, my, my motivation's gone. And so a very timely episode that we're yes. going to be talking about those things. And of course they have to do with goals. So thank you for joining us today. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to We Go Boldly podcast. We're honored you took the time out of your busy day to listen and grow with us as we strive to build an intentional life filled with purpose, meaning, and courage. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you let us know. Head to Apple Podcasts today to rate and review our show. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to We Go Boldly Podcast so you get notified when our next episode is live. How are you creating a purposeful life? What is holding you back? Let us know over on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at Go Boldly Together. For more information on the show and how we can work together to create your best and boldest future, visit we go boldly the podcast.com today stay tuned each week and join us in creating a bold society of limitless women